Welcome to Cancelled. Uh, I am in Los Angeles, California, with a couple of my buddies. Uh, give it up for... I, I always do that. When I introduce people on the podcast, I introduce them like we're on stage because I'm just a mess. Uh, I'm here with Josh Androsky and David Bory. Give it up, dude. Give it up, if, give you're, it up. if you're listening to this in the car, start clapping, baby. Uh, make some noise. Make some noise. I want you to make enough noise that someone driving past you in a convertible looks at you and goes, uh-oh. <laughs> I want Who's you to tip this? your bar and wait staff, more importantly. Yeah, they're working hard for you tonight. Oh, tonight. Jesus Christ. If someone's listening to this alone in a bar, that's worse than reading that's a book. That's the saddest thing that's oh, ever happened. Uh, it's the second saddest thing. It's the saddest thing. It's south of sunset, but we'll Hello. get into that in a minute. Uh, how you guys doing? Good, dude. I'm, so good. I'm yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. We just got free food. And yeah, cool. we were partying with the Blue Whale Comedy Festival folks earlier tonight. You should, if you live anywhere near Tulsa, Oklahoma, make sure you go to that festival because it's super fun. Those guys are rad. Those yeah, guys are super rad. Uh, we just watched South of Sunset and Tag Team back to back, which is an undertaking. It's, they're very complimentary in how to do a buddy show correctly. Yeah, yeah. Mainly, maybe make them friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe two dudes who have met before yeah. would so, work. <laughs> so we're gonna bounce around this a little bit, but let's try to. We're gonna try and focus, but who knows? We've been drinking, smoking weed. Um, but well, I think we were professionals. Goddamn right, this. we are fairly. So a little backstory: South of Sunset is the. Starring vehicle for Glenn Fry. R.I.P. Baby. R.I.P. Okay, I don't know if you can say "baby" after R.I.P. and have anyone <laughs> believe you mean it. R.I.P. Baby. That's not a <laughs> only if you're talking about a member of the Eagles yeah. or like some other like. I feel like that it would be a line in South the Sunset. Like someone would die and he would take a picture of it and go, "R.I.P. Baby." Yeah. R.I.P. Baby. Uh, it was a detective show in the night, uh, early like I want to say ninety three. This was maybe ninety one. Doesn't matter. Uh, sorry, Glenn Fry from the Eagles Oof. has a detective that works. Yeah, yeah. A private detective. A private detective. Yeah, he was I a apologize. private dick. That's true. Uh, worked exclusively south of Sunset. Now I need to ask a question because you, uh, you know, David lives in Los Angeles. Josh is from Los Angeles. What I don't know where that is. Okay. So what what is south of Sunset? This drove me crazy the entire fucking show. <laughs> okay, so they're in Beverly Hills. It's the Beverly Hills Detective Agency. Right. Do you know what's south of Sunset? What's fucking that? Beverly. Okay? You know what's north of Sunset? No. Van Nuys. <laughs> the Valley. What, what they're trying to say is north of Sunset is the hills, the Hollywood Hills. The mo- okay, where okay. money is? I- well, it's yeah. like the Hollywood Hills. It's where Hollywood all the Hills fucking game, like, celebrities, you know, live, celebrities live and shit like that. But the Beverly Beverly Hills is sunset and south of sunset. Okay. Like, rich people live. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like what they were trying to do, was, I, and in a thousand ways, this is a Beverly Hills cop knockoff. Oh, God. God. Uh, yeah. And I feel like what they wanted to call this was like Beverly Hills Detective, but Beverly Hills Cop had just come out and everything yeah. to do that. And, and they, got- they clearly tried to make it Beverly Hills Cop. And I got that right. SOS tagline, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, if you know, I, I, it took me a minute to catch on until I saw the graphic, but South of Sunset is SOS. Uh, which they didn't use at all in no, the show. No, they could. I would have I I lit that pun up. <laughs> I would have been all over it. Yeah, no, in the opening credits, you see a little bit of, you, know, you see one graphic that says SOS. Uh, but it's Glenn Fry from the Eagles now. Eagles fans, are you, I don't. 
know ah, anything. Man. Man. Can I say, I'll say this real fast, and I'm going to get so much heat for this. I give exactly as much of a fuck about Glenn Fry as I do David Bowie. I just don't, I've never cared. I mean, and I, not, and I, I get that one's probably better than the other or whatever, but I just never, li- I, know, I know David Bowie's hits, and I right. know probably some Eagle songs, I guess. The thing is, even objectively, as a person who doesn't, has never really listened to either of them, you look at the way that the world reacted, and yeah. you, that should yeah. inform you as to one yeah. of those probably better. I like sure. Bowie fans better, for yeah. sure. And Eagles fans. I mean, and it. now, after I've seen this, I can never dig into the Eagles. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, well, well, you're not going to get those deep into. cuts of the Eagles. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. Not anymore. The only good Eagles song ever is, uh, in my opinion, and I'm, look, if you love the Eagles, fucking awesome. That's great that you love something, and I'm not taking that away from you. Subjectively, the only good Eagles song, and also objectively, is uh, In the City, which wasn't an Eagles song. It was a Just Joe, or I think it was Just a Joe Walsh song, but it was the theme song from the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all. And then the Eagles did it because the guy that made it, which I think was Joe Walsh, happened to be in the band. Right, right, right. So they were like, we'll do a version. And the version that the Eagles did is unbearably worse. (laughs) It's so much worse. than They could have just put the song out. Hotel California in Spanish is also... That is cool. That's a cool song. Yeah. Sure. Uh, But now we're getting into fucking Lebowski territory (laughs) and who knows. Uh, Okay, so this show opens with a, a, a tennis starlet, I guess. We're supposed to believe she's like... Here's what I don't understand. What they say multiple times is like she's destined for Wimbledon, yeah. or hey, if you don't, I, what's, I think there's an actual line where it's sorry, like, sorry, sorry's not going to get you to Wimbledon. <laughs> right, I remember. Hey, 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 yeah. So it's coming. But then throughout the show, they talk about how she's worth five million dollars. That's what I was wondering whatever. too. Yeah. Either you're going to Wimbledon and you're worth five million dollars, or you're trying to get to Wimbledon and you're not worth shit. Right? Isn't that how sports I, I, work? I couldn't tell her age either. Like. She, she was, was 17. Like, they, say, 17. they say she was 17. Once we get into the wild date rate part of this show, oh, okay. oh, we find out she's 17. <laughs> so was it – so was she, she – and if she wasn't getting to Wimbledon, why was she making $5 million? She's doing commercials, I guess. I don't – Wasn't she making $2 million in the beginning of the she, episode? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and by number, the time that she was – like she made – oh, she made a $3 million commercial. That Is number that jumped real hard. Yeah, yeah. She's apparently just like Bill Murray in Japan doing fucking commercials <laughs> for $3 million a piece. Uh, but she's like, she's trying to learn. And there's, a, there's also a thing I have a problem with in that sequence, which is that the like she's like worn out. She's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And her coach, who she's legitimately just playing tennis against, yeah, who's... 20 years older than her. Yeah. Is like, get back in here. What are you doing? That's Why a are you good tired? Point. You're tired. Isn't gonna be whatever. Like, okay, well, then there's no way she's going to make it to Wimbledon if a 50 year old man can just beat her on any given day. He wasn't he was even. Wearing, he was kind of chubby, too. He was yeah. like an he older, wasn't even like fat a, white yeah. dude in and a sweater. He was in a sweater. He yeah. was in a sweater or a sweater vest. <laughs> yeah. Possibly a sweater with a turtleneck underneath it. I want to talk about the um, opening credits for just a second. For sure. And also feel free to jump around and we'll get to it all work out. We were talking about the opening credits, and I just remembered that. The opening credits look remarkably like Saved by the Bell's opening credits. <laughs> if there were guns, yeah, yeah. so Saved by the Bell if it took place in 2016. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where there would be guns in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there were guns in school, for sure. Um, so she she gets off the court, and then she's shot. We're yeah. supposed to believe she's shot. 
But even in that moment, I was like, those like the blood squibs look, look terrible. Look really terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We find out later that it's not actual blood. She's been like paintballed. No, that's the weird part to me is they said it was she was shot with blood pellets. Yeah. <laughs> which is so much weirder than just shot with paintballs. Yeah, because there's no such thing as a blood pellet. Yeah, like that's... what the what the fuck is that? <laughs> what kind of guns? What? Yeah, that's what they said. That I completely missed the. Blood yeah, I thought the, I right. thought it was so weird. That's I thought it was so weird. So weird. Uh, yeah, it didn't make any sense. I mean, we can address the fact that one, this show is is outwardly terrible. Yeah. So I don't know why Glenn Fry, like who at, I'm gonna say Fox, just a guess. Yeah. Uh, thought that we need to get our like, Glenn Fry in 1992 or three is so popular. That we need a vehicle for him. Right. Yeah, and Did anyone way, really give a fuck about the Eagles in 1993? It doesn't make any sense. Well, Glenn Fry went solo with hits like The Heat Is On. Oh, that's a hot oh, track, I didn't, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. That's, so, a, yeah, that's, a, that's a great song. song. Right. You wouldn't know that because the show should have been called The Heat Is On. <laughs> like, call the show The Heat Is On. Valid he point. owns it. Well, right, 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 right. If you're going to have him start in a show, why call it South the Sunset? I mean, he definitely sings the theme song. Oh, oh yeah. Just oh, yeah. South the Sunset. He oh. definitely sings that song, I feel song, like right? the thing is you guys are confused is that it was actually a vehicle for a young Aerie Spears. <laughs> oh, shit. Here that's a young... Yeah. Woman hating Ari Spears. Uh, we can talk about him real fast. Woof. So bad. <laughs> he just... he, we can, all right, let's address the fact that whoever <laughs> whoever booked this show or cast this show was like, we've got a young Eddie Murphy on our hands. This yeah. man <laughs> is going places. We found him. We found yeah. Diamond in the rough. Because they literally just have him do every impression that Eddie Murphy is, Murphy is famous for doing. Yeah, James so, like, Brown in the car. He does James Brown. He does Prince. He does all these things that Eddie Murphy has clearly done a number of times. Yeah. He's got the mustache. He's got a little Eddie Murphy mustache. Uh, he is worse than Glenn Fry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah At one point, he definitely says, baby got back. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much uncomfortable 90s hip-hop racism oh, in this show. Oh, it was so oh, bad. Ari, all right, so Ari Spears is all right. So we're jumping around, which is totally fine. Here's the premise of the show: uh, Glenn Fry is a private detective at the Beverly Hills Detective Agency. Okay, real quick, sure. We're supposed to like him, but the first scene we see him in, he is the least like. Okay, <laughs> he's, he's so bad. He's taking a picture of a nude woman having sex through windows while being shitty to a migrant worker. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. time. He's Same in a time. he's in a hotel and it's like. Like the cleaning lady shows up yeah. and he's like, "Don't you have it?" First off, this I was really annoyed by. So he's taking pictures across the way of this woman cheat. Uh, so we're supposed to believe cheating on her husband, right? We'll find out later. Not so much, but uh, he was taking pictures. He's he's also listening, which is creepy. Yeah, that's way creepy. Listening full volume, <laughs> like yeah. blasting that shit. And right. Actually, now that I think about it, that never was explained. <laughs> No, that Did he, he was getting mics in there. It doesn't make any but sense. But the mic part, whatever. There, were, he never delivered tapes. Right. He only <laughs> delivered <laughs> pictures. Sure. So he was just listening for his own enjoyment. So he yeah. was just listening, which but, actually kind of makes me like him more now. <laughs> uh, so the cleaning lady comes in and he's like, "Hey, I'm hungry. You got any of those chocolates?" And she's like, <laughs> "And she's like, chocolate? I don't know chocolate." Uh, he's like, "You know, you put them on the pillow." 
uh, you are in the seediest of seedy motels. They don't just put chocolates on your pillows at the fuck up, fucking hour, like pay by the hour fuck motel. Yeah, at the <laughs> adultery hut, they don't give you fucking food. Also, yeah. he felt no need to explain himself. Yeah, yeah, he was totally fine. Yeah, he, he, he was hey, just, you, you've seen this before. Well, yeah. This sets up just a, another private investigator watching people bang in your motel. This sets up a very interesting through line. The only through line I saw through the show, mm. which is that Glenn Fry is never punished for anything. Various, just extreme law breaking yeah. from shoot, a shootout in the streets, yeah. taking pictures of a woman without her consent, right? Uh, and and. and uh, Throwing a guy, throwing a famous movie star Star through through real glass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, (laughs) hold on. I'm going to back up for a second, and we're going to talk about sort of detective shit in general for a second here, because you bring a very valid point up, which is private detectives taking pictures of adulterous spouses is a trope in all of movies and television. Right? It's been happening for for a thousand years. How is that okay? <laughs> yeah, I that don't understand. That has to be a crime, right? You're peeping Tom. Yeah, for in, and then not only and then you're distributing it. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you're literally just like the only excuse is like, yeah, I was I was breaking the law, but but you know she's a whore, so and where does cares, that line? I guess? Where does that line blur? Like, can he if he keeps those pictures, is that illegal? Your guess is as good as mine. I have no. It makes no sense. And we've private- literally just ruined all of detective fiction for everything. I feel like back in the day, like back at the beginning of this shit, like it Sherlock was like Holmes. Soci- no, no, no. Like no, uh, uh, Philip Morrow. Like okay, okay, okay. Um, I think it was society looked so down on adultery right. that if it came out about the woman, uh, that she would ha- never have a life. Right. Her life would be ruined if society knew no, no. Yeah, yeah. that she was an adulteress, and 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 also it it, t- it was a world in which na- nude photos of a woman wouldn't immediately be seen by a hundred million people. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't no jumpstart. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're we're also, by the way. Two and a half minutes into the show. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100 we've been jumping around a lot. Of, a lot. A lot of, we two and a half minutes. have not jumped around that much. A lot of horrible shit happens in the show. So, uh, Tennis Girl gets shot. He's taking pictures of this woman across the street. Uh, he eventually meets Richard Schiff. Uh, yeah, baby. Toby from the, Toby fucking from West, the West Wing. Wing shows up. Uh, so, we, we end up back at his... Uh, Detective is, agency, yeah, where he's three months late on rent. Three months late on rent, but he's also there's also a moment where like he's we're supposed to feel for him because he's like I'm sick of doing these matrimony cases. Right. Uh, I feel like a piece of shit. At one point, he literally just goes like, "Oh, why did I agree to this?" To like, I guess out loud, but we don't. His lips yeah. don't move. It's like yeah, yeah, ADR. yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. I didn't know if it was supposed to be a voiceover or what. Uh, we fight. We meet his assistant, which I'm sure if this show. By the way, we should say that this show shot. Six or seven episodes, but one aired. Yeah, because it was so terrible. They're like, nah, we're, the we're so super done. Richard Schiff does one of my favorite things in Los Angeles-based shows, or really any show where the city's a character. Uh, <laughs> he goes, his first line. One of his first lines was, "I love this town." 
everybody's something they're not. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. the secretary is like, oh, yeah, I'm a secretary, but I'm really an actress. Yeah, yeah. And then I he, would do part-time. to be a full dick, is yeah. like, oh, yeah, I get that, because this is all horseshit. And whatever. you know what you don't say when you live in Los Angeles? That. <laughs> the thing that a person who just came there from fucking Lunchables, Kansas, would say, oh, wow, everybody's something they're not. Here with the fake people of Los... Oh, yeah. Right, right, get enabled. Hey, Turtle, E, let's fucking Richard Schiff. Uh, by the way, Lunchables Kansas is my favorite thing I've ever heard. Uh, Richard Schiff shows up and says that uh, he's bailed out this guy named Luther, who what I really like very much is Glenn Fry's like, oh, why did you bail out the leader of the Crips? I like any world where we're supposed to believe that Glenn Fry knows who the leader of the Crips is. <laughs> or that Although his name Mark. is just Luther? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just, oh, yeah, Mark is running the Norteños. <laughs> How'd you find him? <laughs> also, a bail bondsman's trying to bring down the Crips. That's crazy. Well, I, so he wasn't trying to bring down the Crips as much as he is. Uh, so he bailed out. He posted bail for this Luther guy. Right. And if Luther doesn't turn up, he's out $50,000. It's essentially Midnight Run uh, with terrible acting and okay. awful writing. Okay. Uh, so he hires Glenn Fry to find Luther. In order to do so, Luther was arrested with another young kid uh, who was stealing the car they were the, both busted in. And he's like, oh, you got to also bail out that guy because he'll get me to Luther. That guy is a young Ari Spears. Which also I feel like wouldn't – that's what I was noticing throughout this whole thing. He didn't do any strong detective work. He did zero <laughs> detective work. Like that's not like a crazy – like, oh, you're a genius. Oh, yeah. Why don't you ask the guy who was fucking with the guy you're looking for? He busted. <laughs> like, by the way, so the whole thing is wrapped up because he asked three questions of the guy at the hotel. A, a thing yeah. any police officer will get there. Yeah, his, his, his special detective power is being able to ask three questions <laughs> yeah. and everybody loving it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he never did. Yeah, nothing, nothing good. So we'll talk about Ari Spears real fast. If you yes. don't know who he is, he is... Uh, a comedian? He's uh, from... He's an impressionist. He's a young impressionist. Young impressionist. He was definitely from Mad, Mad TV. TV. Uh, Def I've Jam. Def yeah, I'm sure he did a lot of Def Jam shit. He was... Uh, he recently got shit on by brilliant uh, comic uh, Amy, Amy Miller. Amy Miller, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Amy Miller. Because uh, he went on a rant about women not being funny, and then there's the whole thing. Uh I feel like Glenn Fry might be... I, so I have a note in the beginning of my notes that says Glenn Fry isn't terrible in this. And then I have multiple notes at the end that go, forget what I said, Glenn Fry's fucking terrible in this. <laughs> yeah. He's still kind of better than Ari Spears. Oh, yeah. Because at least I buy that Glenn, like Glenn Fry's character mm -hmm. kind of just exists in this world. I mean, it's unbelievable that he would exist in this world. But Ari Spears is just doing stand-up bits... Right, randomly in the right. world. At one point, like he's so so, Glenn Fry can't let him out of his sight because he if he does, he'll run away, and he's out to five grand. They had to post for his bail, mm -hmm. so he keeps handcuffing him to stuff. And at one point, they handcuff him to a, like the steering wheel or whatever in the car, and then oh, like God. he goes inside, and then Ari Spears is just standing up in the car. It's like a convertible, and he goes like. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the first uh, black president of the United States. And he kind of <laughs> goes, dun, 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 and then acts like he got shot and drops it around. You're just doing That's an just open mic bit. set. 
Yeah. Randomly in the show. It's like it's like a, it's like the people who made the show were like, Oh, we found a guy, hey, just riff, just run with it. Yeah, I feel like they let him off the chain and that's what he chose to he was like, I'll just Eddie Murphy because he did a lot of shit that didn't make sense. Nothing but made sense. That- when they got him out of jail, do you remember? <laughs> he was like, Oh hell no and he tried to go back into jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tries to get out of, he like they're posting bail and somehow in that like, in that moment, Glenn Fry is just in the jail. Like Glenn Fry posted his bail. And then meets him like halfway out of jail. Yeah, yeah. which is not how jail. You can't, Absolutely not. There aren't just no. like other people walking around. There's a there. lobby. You just Excuse meet me, in the lobby. I have to get through here. Oh, sorry, tiny. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Mister Rough Stuff. I'm just a citizen walking through jail. I also love the idea that Josh thinks people in jail have names like Tiny and Mister Mister Rough Stuff. I only went to jail once, and it was in 1937. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Ari Spears sees them, and, uh, and he's like, "Hey, you're gonna fi- help me find Luther," and he goes. Ah, screw that. And tries to walk back into prison. (laughs) Oh, man. You can't actually do that. You just have to leave now. Like, you're not allowed to just be here. Also, Uh he was wearing two plaid shirts. (laughs) Oh, God. One outer jacket that made sense, and then one tiny shirt down to his ribs. It was like a weird half tiny shirt. It was like in that Adina Howard video. (laughs) I think that she was wearing that same shirt. That's a deep cut. That is a deep cut. Um, I have a big picture Ari Spears question if we can widen out a little bit on on Mr. Spears. Um, I don't blame him. For what? For for being as bad as he was. Sure. I actually respect him for going for it. You know what I mean? Like all the way because you're, you're up Tennis ball going against a brick wall at this point. Right, right, right. He's got nothing to work with. (laughs) Fucking Glenn Fry is such a bad actor that when he... There were multiple times where he was trying to be, like, genuine, I feel like. He was trying to be, like, thoughtful, but he's so bad at acting that it came off as, oh, you're just being sexually aggressive because (laughs) you're a rock star, and that's the only way you know how to talk to women. Right, right, right. It was so weird. So, like, if I'm Mary Spears, I'm like, someone's gonna see this, and I'll get a yeah. job. Right, right, it was right. an audition. This, this probably, television show was an audition. It probably landed in Mad TV if we're like, I'd have to check the time yeah. or whatever, but sure. There's also, but there is a moment that I have a real problem with with Ari Spears. Uh, so he picks him up and he's like, you're going to come with me to look into this tennis case. Because uh, mm-hmm. the dad of the tennis player is like friends with him or whatever, with Glenn Fry or whatever. So he's like, Ari, you're coming with me. They go to the tennis court. He's talking to the dad. Ari Spears is talking to the tennis player girl, 17-year-old mm-hmm. girl. He, <laughs> he picks up a tennis racket, and he's like, oh, so what, what do we do with this? I get that you live in Compton or whatever, and there's not a lot of tennis courts. There is no way you are 19, 20, however old he's supposed to be, and just don't know what a tennis racket is. And you've been hanging out watching them play tennis. <laughs> yeah, like, for like yo, minutes. For sure. Act like you've been here before. <laughs> he, at, one point, at one point, he literally, like, they cut back to them on the court, and he just, like, collapses like a puppet got its strings cut. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. on the court, and he goes, ah, and just drops the tennis racket. Like, why? I don't understand. You're supposed to be, like, the smart, quick, con man kind of character, but you're... You're playing it possibly, mildly retarded. Yeah, You're playing possibly, it like a like a Forrest Gump. Yeah, like cool. well, he, I noticed throughout he was doing like a lot of stuff like that. Like he was always like fidgeting with something. Like at one point when they were at the ca- cafe, he like took a sip of cap- like the little cappuccino cup, and then was like, "Oh, <laughs> what is this poison? Why is it so hot? <laughs> we don't drink coffee in the ghetto." 
Um, yeah. Can we talk about for one second the 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 whole setup with the 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 mom and dad tennis star? Sure. There's a moment that goes a little unnoticed. I feel like where the dad I think points out that Glenn Fry murdered a man at the Academy Awards. Oh. Hold on, slow down. What happened? Did you miss I that? I missed that entirely. I remember there being talk of the Academy Awards, but the murder part, I'm very lost. He says, you turned him into Beef Stroganoff. <laughs> you remember that? I didn't put two and two to get that that, that was murder. Yeah, and but what else like, could it be? You're else? right. You're yeah. 100%. Like, you... I yeah, think, like he murdered a man with his fists at the Academy Awards, which goes again. That's a little backstory into Glenn Fry never getting in trouble for anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's insane. Um, I feel like it's points Glenn Fry on that one though. What 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 could have possibly gone down? <laughs> yeah, there's just there's so much there's so much nonsense. They're, so they're trying to do like three or four different storylines and three or four different shows. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, so we've had the tennis player murder, or the tennis player attempted murder. What, what they're really doing, uh, what we find out is that there's pictures of her in compromising positions, right? Uh, that someone has taken, and they're going to release it if they're blackmailing her if they don't yeah. pay this money. Uh, we find out that she was like, she goes, "Oh, I, I woke up in this hotel. I don't know where I came from." And the next thing I know, there's these pictures. Uh, I have a problem with that because the pictures when they shed, like, there's a glimpse of the pictures. She's like. She's clearly posing. She's not an unconscious person. She's like, it looks like a like a high school yearbook. She's like resting her chin on her hands. Like she's like clearly posing. So that's weird. Um, that's really weird. But so there's that storyline going on. There is the he's trying to track down this rich guy who this rich guy's wife is bagging. That's a picture he's taking in the hotel storyline. Yeah. There's trying to find Luther, who we yeah. find out is the head of the Crips, and he's trying to make a truce. Because his magical the... blind aunt loves yeah. him. He's they very fi- polite. Luther was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They find so so. Uh, Ari Spears takes her takes Glenn Fry to these places. Like, well, we're gonna find Luther. We'll go to his mom's house. We'll go here. We'll go there. Yeah. Eventually, they meet Aunt May, who is the magical Negro of every magical Negro. Oh man, literally like, magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. It's almost like. It's, I, I want to call her Ruby D, but she's actually more like Ossie Davis in drag. Like, she's just an old, like, that's a dope old black person reference no one's going to get. But that being said, she's like, she's got like a straw hat on. Yeah. She's like, and she's blind. She's yeah. 100% blind. But she, a second people walk up, they're like, is that you, Marvin? Or whoever the fuck yes. Ari Spears' stupid yeah. name is, Ziggy no one knows. Or whatever. She could smell the- I, I Ziggy. It's really it was Ziggy. Ziggy. It is. Because I remember watching it and running it back because I thought that uh, Glenn Fry was making like a weird Ziggy Marley joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, get in the car, Ziggy. Because yeah, 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 yeah. he also calls him Malcolm Jr. at one point. Right. Oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> uh, she, uh, uh, we find out through her dialogue that Luther is trying to make a uh, truce between the Crips and the Bloods, and they were framed for this car theft or whatever. By the drug dealers, who definitely aren't the Crips and the Bloods. Yeah, yeah, that was also a weird... <laughs> How did the Crips and Bloods get their money? Oh, uh, bake sales. Yeah, uh, you know. Violent. Mostly violence. You make yeah. money through violence. You just do yeah. drug dealers. You shoot other drug dealers, and then gold coins appear. Like similar to Grand Theft Auto, you just punch people on the street. Yeah, and then dollars appear. <laughs> and she, the, her, her line was one of my favorites. You'd have to be blind to <laughs> walk away from that miracle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's, uh, there's, but I feel like this show is very indicative of its time. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there was All a the lot of terrible 90s television just like this mm-hmm. that would have been on what the WB was or whatever, like that sort of syndicated television show. And I feel like this show is so much just that. They got yeah. one star. They got one up-and-comer. They paid them a sh- poor amount of money. I'm sure they, they like, made a shit ton of money, by the way. It's the, I, it was I, the 90s. I will tell you that Glenn Fry made a shit ton of money, and Ari Spears probably did not. Because they got Glenn Fry was a star. Right. He got all the money. The up-and-coming kid got less of it. Uh, and then also, by the way, their secretary, Gina, is the female lead from the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Oh, man. She just, Maria uh, Patillo or something. She just knew how to pick them. She well, here's what's crazy. If you look at her career, she had this like slow uptick of like I did some soap operas, I did a sitcom place, I was on a Law and Order, I landed this show. They made seven episodes of it already, so it's going to be a thing. This is the uh, South of Sunset, and then she's going. All right, yeah, we'll do Godzilla, a huge movie, yeah, Taco Bell tie-ins and shit everywhere. Puffy and Led Zeppelin. She, I don't. She literally doesn't have a credit post two thousand and eight. And everything before oh. it, after Godzilla to it, is like down peak sadness. Yeah. Oh man. But but here's the thing. And she's it's a tough kind town. Of, she's kind of fine. Sunset. She probably got. And that's uh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow, it's real tough east of La Brea. Uh, she probably got paid. Yeah, for sure. She probably. did at least seven episodes of the show. I'm sure she made bank. And the movie. I mean, she oh, starred Godzilla? in a yeah, giant yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. For sure. I hope that she Rick Moranis did without the dead wife part. Oh, uh, she just like living happy somewhere? Yeah, just Napa. like has a house. Yeah, yeah, fence, yeah. And some kids and stuff. Has some pool. kids and, yeah, yeah. you know, a husband that like f- makes her waffles or whatever. Like, <laughs> I, I want the best for you, Maria Patillo or whatever the fuck your name is. For sure. The other storyline that we're missing, so that so we... F- He's taking uh, pictures of this woman naked all the time, uncomfortably. Ari Spears is also even creepier about it. Yeah. He sees pictures of this girl who was, he's told, has been drugged and fucking, I guess, date raped or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. 17. Yeah, and 17. And, 17. and he's just like, hachi, machi. Like, he can't. Yowzer. At one point, he falls backwards in a chair while looking at those pictures. Like, that's a, a thousand percent accurate. Uh, Wait, was that the was that the date rape pictures or was he's that looking the, at the, well, the I, other the adultery? It might be the adultery pictures. Yeah, at that it was. Point. Yeah, where he was like, because she was so. That was when he said, "Baby got back." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, even then, still consensual weird. Pictures. Yeah, yeah. You're looking, at, you're looking at that dude's wife. Like, it's, it's, it's there's weird. also kind of a thing where like we're in an age now where where that's just not cool, right? Yeah. But there was a time where. That shit was cool. Dude, it was on charming. TV was. Yeah, on, on TV, TV and movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying it was ever actually cool, did but you, like, did watch Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. It's the creepiest thing it's that's ever rape. existed. It's straight up rape. And, I've, and I like grew up, I love that movie. Same that movie's here. hilarious. Yeah. And then you watch it with like refined adult eyes, and you're like, oh, you can't just put on a mask and pretend to be someone else and fuck their girlfriend. Yeah. And that's okay. And then that, not anymore, I, you can't. <laughs> Have you seen? Have you done Shasta McNasty on this show? Uh, no. We oh man, hundred percent will. I'm 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 bummed that I wasn't because I was a huge Shaz head. You were Shasta head. Uh, I was a real Shaz head. Uh, no, Shasta heads were people that liked the soda. Um, <laughs> but that movie or that show, the first, the pilot of that show, which I, came out like five years after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was about them trying to film their hot neighbor showering. <laughs> and they're the good guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Kate yeah, yeah, Busey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
are so the other thing I'm saying is that so there's the uh, trying to film this adulterous storyline. Right. The other storyline is that someone's just trying to kill Glenn Fry. There's uh, this guy who is oh, the yeah. who is one <laughs> of the, one of the dads from the se- that '70s show. Not uh, oh, yeah. yeah, he's not he's not RoboCop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not Connors Boddicker, the other dad. Yeah, uh, shows up at one point with a shotgun. Shows up later. In a bus, uh, he yeah, tries to ride them over the bus. Never explained. Uh, uh, well, in an alleyway in Compton, drives a city bus yeah, through yeah. an alleyway. Right after Ari Spears scared off those gangsters. Somehow, <laughs> well, Ari Spears didn't scare those gangsters off. The they bus. saw the bus. Oh, they saw the, the, they, the they saw the bus, bus and they didn't know the bus was coming. Which, how did you not hear that bus until it was four inches behind you? How did he get a whole bus? Uh, was there other people? The only driver. explanation they say is they eventually show him in a bus driver's jacket, so I guess yeah. he's a bus driver. That's still not an acceptable explanation. No, no, no. It is because he's near Glenn Fry and therefore can get away with whatever he wants. <laughs> and this also is, ties into our second show. A lot of high occupancy vehicles trying to kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of big like, vans and straight yeah. up like carpool vehicles that are just no guns in a situation where guns would be so great. This dude is terrible at murdering. He's a shotgun from far range. Yeah, which is a bad choice. That's a bad choice. Yeah. You get a shotgun close range. Right, that's the whole point. Public. Like, <laughs> if you can get a shotgun, buddy, I believe you can get a pistol. Sure. It's probably way easier. <laughs> and yeah. way better of a weapon to shoot somebody. Uh, when Fry so- was down with the shit with that, though. He pulled out. He pulled out his weapon immediately, real fast, yeah. in public. <laughs> Started shooting across the street, like yeah, yo. across sunset, Cops baby. Don't give a fuck. But my favorite line at that point. So like, there's uh, there's a small chase because Ari Spears tries to run away. Yeah. They chase him down, cackle him. Uh, eventually, the actual cops show up, and one of them goes like. I'm really happy to have a job north of Sunset. <laughs> oh, the sellout cop. Well, says the, the sellout, sellout cop is cop. like, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with my suit, and I'm happy to have a job north of Sunset. And I was like, oh, oh, but the show, is, only- the show is called South of Sunset, and you were happy to be north? Ah, I get you now. But then... Because that he also gives him that immigrant story, yes. like, yeah, my yeah, father yeah. picked coca beans. <laughs> In the San Joaquin the Valley. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, dude, why? They, they, there was so much going on, they couldn't give anybody anything other than Bazooka Joe lines. You know, like just the most cartoonish, right. on the nose lines. Uh, they try. So we find out there's a moment very early where uh, they talk to the tennis player girl, and they're like, So what do you remember about the night you were drugged? And she goes, Yeah, I don't remember much. I remember mom made me food, and then I passed out, and I woke up in this hotel room. And I was like, Oh. So the mom poisoned you, right? This is 15 minutes into the show. Yeah. Like, oh, so the mom poisoned you. And then the end of the, episode, the, end of the show, we find out, oh, the mom poisoned her. Yeah, we do that. All right. Like, you wrap it this wasn't... up. There's not even any amount of mystery. The way they wrap it up is that they go to the hotel <laughs> where she was drugged and they go, hey, you remember anybody with this girl? And that guy, first off, they show him the pictures and he's just... Hubba, ah, hubba, hubba, hubba. Everybody, ooh. <laughs> this place is a party, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, apparently, she's she's passed out, right? She's like a she's sleep. been she's, drugged. She's yeah, unconscious. Yeah. She has no recollection. She's a, apparently the bad guy. Of the show is just Bill Cosby. So, we're just at the point where it's just that. Uh, and then, so there's a mo- so the whole show is like a little bit of. It's kind of trying to be 48 hours, right? Right. It's trying to yeah, be... Yeah, for sure. I uh, get that for sure. Glenn Fry being Nick Nolte and him being Andy Murphy. And, right. like, we are button heads, button heads, button heads. Eventually, we get together and work together. Right. That moment only happens in, like, one line of dialogue where uh, they're in the car and he's like... Uh, 
He says, he, like, he doesn't even... He, I'm trying to remember exactly what Ari Spears says. Bear with me for one second. I'm pretty sure I have it written well, down. For, in the uh, the moment right now, just to say that there was no mystery about uh, the woman uh, or the tennis pro. Right. I the acting was so bad. Her acting was yeah. so bad that I was like, "Did she do it? <laughs> is, the actual is, tennis lady? Is she trying to get the money in a big Lebowski story? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, she's just a very bad actress. Okay, cool. Uh, because she knows what happened, and she's talking like she knows what happened because she read the rest of the script, right. not because she's <laughs> acting or anything like that. That'd be crazy. So the be- the murder, the guy who's trying to kill Glenn Fry shows up. They set him up. He's like taking pictures of that girl across the street again. The door gets kicked in. It's the guy with the shotgun. The guy driving the bus. Uh, Ari Spears acts like he's going to leave, but he doesn't, and he hits the guy over the head with the something. Recording. Well, it's the recording equipment. He tries to. He's like, "Hey, do you mind if oh. I take this shit or whatever?" Which I actually, re- if that had been, the, if he was like, "Hey, I don't know this motherfucker at all. Shoot him if you want. Uncuff me. Hey, do you mind if I steal his shit?" I'm like, and he just left. Like, oh, yeah. this show's awesome. I yeah. like. I would have yeah. really enjoyed that moment. Uh, but <laughs> he comes back and he cracks him over the head with the thing. Uh, and then the line that gets them on the same page, they're in a car, and Glenn Fry's just like, I need your help. And then it fades into the next scene. That's wow. it. There's that- no other dialogue. He just says, I need your help, and Ari Spears kind of looks at him for a second, and now they're on the same page. They're just like good cop, bad cop, and that fucking hotel clerk. It's so weird. Yeah, because they didn't explain how, and at the end, he was just like, I need a partner. Like He, he just like, doesn't he have to go back to jail? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's, he's still, still on trial. Like, yeah, he's on bail, which means he's like still has to go to court and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, we, they, no, so they get the they get the answer. They they interrogate this guy at the hotel. He's like, tell, oh, oh yeah, his interrogate. mom interrogate. <laughs> they threaten to put his head near a television. Yeah. They're yeah. going to electrocute him with a television. Somehow electrocute him with a television. Get his head really close to the TV. Yeah, yeah. That'll do it. It's like, you know, don't get too close to the TV. <laughs> like, they're listening to their parents right, or something. Right, right, right. That was uh, insane. So they show up at the tennis court and they're like, give it up, lady. We know you poisoned your kid. The The hotel clerk gave it up. Uh they, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then Ari Spears shows up with the hotel clerk, and then she's like, ay, ay, ay. She starts pulling out her <laughs> collar and shit. Kidnapping, by the way, of the hotel clerk. That's kidnapping. Yeah. That's also a crime. That's a huge crime. They but call it's him. your thing. He's next to Glenn Fry. Yeah. Yeah. So he can get <laughs> he away can with it. He can do whatever he wants. He calls the, they, uh, and then the cops show up, and the dad's like, you had to call the cops? He's like, I had to call the cops. And in the most white privilege moment of this show, after arresting a woman for drugging and uh, date raping or whatever her daughter it's, the police are like uh excuse me this way please ma'am that's how they talk to a woman being arrested <laughs> they did, for she, a didn't da- crime. she didn't date rape them she didn't date rape she the just daughter. took she, her and took she, pictures no the pictures were photoshopped no yes wait, yes yes wait, absolutely no. not no, no, no. she drugged her she took dr- pictures and no, left no, her no, in that no, hotel no, no. room those weren't you missed that whole part there what there weren't pictures taken. It was she said, I have a guy, I paid him thousands of dollars, he's very good with computers. I wrote it down I in missed my notes. Every moment you of that. You miss every moment of that. It's insane. The whole show was just an advertisement for Photoshop. Because there that didn't exist then. Wait, what did you Hold on. then why drug her? They drug her so that she would think that somebody, somebody took these her? pictures of her. Jesus. Yeah, the whole thing's so much worse. Oh, I missed all of that and that's took so, new pictures. That would have at least be a show that makes sense, 
right? Yeah, if right. she it's just way drugged her, took pictures of her, and that's yeah. that, and then yeah. and she's a good thing. She's, she's going a to jail. bad person, yeah. but whatever. This girl, it turns out she wasn't actually raped. Yeah. It's just her no. mom was a creep or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then not even, and it's not even that she. She's like, yeah, I paid three thousand dollars. He's very good with computers. That was like, <laughs> they threw it all the computers in the most nineteen ninety three thing you can. do. I love I, that about the nineties is you could just do that with computers. Whatever just computers you, fix anything. He does computers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, legitimately when I was a kid thought I was going to go to school for computers. I thought that was a thing. I, yeah, it was, yeah. I didn't know what computer science, programming, whatever. No, nah, I'm going to do computers. Because they have all these, like, I know growing up, that kid was good at computers. Blank check. He got a million dollars. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, computers. You got to just be good at I, Computers. I still, you got to be good at them. I still feel that way, though. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what we're doing. I don't know shit about computers. Yeah. yeah. So uh, why did she blame her daughter? For her shitty marriage. So we find out that the mom used to be a tennis pro herself. She had her. I think she's resentful that I missed this part. <laughs> yeah, the, there's no, so much of the show you check in and out of. Yeah, it's, there's. It's there's... so boring. It's so boring. Yeah. In juxtaposition to the show we're going to talk about in a minute, which I think was super fun and enjoyable. Yes. Uh, terrible, but super fun and enjoyable. We'll get there in a second. We find out that the mom is used to be a tennis pro herself. We find that out when uh, Glenn Fry interrogates the coach. Uh, okay. She used to be a tennis pro herself. She was going to go big, but she got pregnant. And I think she resented her uh, daughter. Okay. And then also the other thing was that she was like her the the mom and dad were splitting up. They were going right. to get a divorce. Right. And she knew that the daughter was going to go with the dad and be afraid that she's going to take all the dad and her going to take all the money because the dad was the manager. Right. Yeah. But it's just like man, like and even the daughter's like, mom, you just had to ask me for money. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would be you fine. You're still my mom. <laughs> you just have money. Yeah. Uh, it makes no sense. We find that they go back to uh, the Beverly Hills Detective Agency where Luther is waiting for them. With the Crips. With, With the, the rest of the Crips. The crips. <laughs> so the polite. Of kind of like. So nice. Kind of the most likable characters in the show. Oh, the crips, for 100%. sure. Yeah, yeah. Him, yeah, he, yeah, for sure. He was honorable. Yeah, yeah. Luther shows up and he's Very like, well I'm, I'm not here to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clean. Uh, I'm not here, not here to kill you. I'm here to turn myself in. Uh, I'm trying to make this truth happen, but who knows how long it's going to take. And I, whatever, uh, fucking Ziggy took the fall for me, and that's not fair, so we're going to work this out. And that's where Glenn Fry is like, well, who framed you for stealing the car? And he's like, oh, you know, the, those. you think those other drug dealers really want a truce? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drug dealers just want to sell drugs, man. If you all can work that out, they'd be very happy. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> if, if anybody would want a truce the most, it's the people who have nothing to do with violence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just <laughs> supply and demand, sell drugs. 100%. Uh, at which point Glenn Fry lets him go and he's like, hey, you go get your truce or whatever. It's great that the Beverly Hills Detective Agency has jurisdiction over the Crips. They are literally... <laughs> they arrest... They they catch her, the mom or whatever. That's the only thing they do. Everything yeah. else, that he is bad at his job. There's also this other through point, which I, I haven't mentioned, where he doesn't want to be what they call a skip tracer or a bounty hunter. Because yeah. apparently there's no honor in That's it. what I was wondering that. Like, what is the top flight private detective gig then right like even or if you don't want to do the like taking pictures of what is something taking pictures of consenting adults having sex is way creepier than catching a guy who's been arrested for a thing who's run away from court there's a ton of honor in it there's it's literally a very honorable thing to do no sense but like, he's what like, are these dream gigs? What are these? What are these <laughs> top flight? What else are you gonna do? Yeah, There's I don't, no other private detective jobs. Yeah, the rest yeah. of the shit is for the police. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. What the fuck? Be a cop then. Right. Uh, he can't be a cop. 
he just has to take his bad suit. And why? Because of that guy he cop? killed at the Academy, the Academy Awards. Awards. Is that why? That's, that's they why. never explained it. Because he's stroking off that guy. <laughs> you have done so much more work than the writers of this show have to make it make sense. <laughs> he also, there's a. I'll just add this to the fact that this show's wild 90s. Everyone, man or woman, is wearing a sports coat <laughs> at all times. The mom is wearing a sports coat. The daughter's wearing. They're all just a lot of sports coats. Uh, so he lets fucking Luther go. He tells Ziggy, hey, I need a partner. It's really not clear at the end if Ziggy's going to take him up on that job offer or not. Why would, he he, Ziggy why would you? He handcuffed you to a bunch of shit right. and called you Malcolm Jr. and asked if you were going to pin the tail on the homeboy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Say that why would you that. take that job? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, he tell like he like kind of hits on uh, Maria Patillo or whatever. He leaves. Oh, yeah, and Maria Batillo got sexually assaulted uh, <laughs> in the middle of the show. In the middle of the show, we find out. And it's not clear that she actually got assaulted, but she Her is, lipstick was all So smart. she's trying. Yeah, that's true. So she's trying to be an actress. The, the secretary's trying to be an actress. They end trying up to on be the, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> they end up on the same set, in the same, like, movie set. Uh, for some whatever reason, like the detect- uh, Glenn Fry's there to do a case, she's there to audition or whatever, and we find out like she was got what she thought was a callback, but then the guy was like casting couch yeah. her or whatever, and, which is when Glenn Fry throws that guy. like there's a there's two windows and he goes there's one's like Jerry rigged for like like sugar glass yeah. or whatever, and he's like which was the real glass and the guy's like that one and he's like all right and he throws him through the real one. You can kill a person doing that. That's yeah, not a, it's like ve- it's very <laughs> easy enough, for you baby. to die. You turn it. Yeah. It's and Academy Awards all over again. Everyone, <laughs> everyone cheers him at that yes, point. Yes, everybody. Yeah, everybody starts clapping. <laughs> this guy's a movie star. Yeah, it makes it's it doesn't make any sense. Um, so two quick things. One, uh, fun fact for those uh, white people listening right now. One of the uh, directors is a, the British guy from Mad Men. So <laughs> white people, you love Mad Men. Just watch the show. You'll get to see a character from Mad Men in it. Uh, number two, why was there a John Wayne cutout in his home okay, that so was let's, never so, brought back? So Ari Spears, when they first show up at his apartment, goes, hey, there's a weird white guy in your window. And there's a cutout of – it's either John Wayne or the Marble Man. I wasn't 100% sure. I think but it's But it's John like Wayne. a giant cowboy cutout yeah. that's just there yeah. on the – like sort of the – I want to say patio, but like outside window, like fire escape sort of balcony area. Right. It's huge. It's like a 10 foot tall thing. And usually that would be like a mask for like, oh, someone's going to show up there. Right, right, and right. Gonna th- yeah. oh, like, oh, it's just John worry, it's Wayne. Just John- yeah. It's Never just brought him. up. At the very end, he shows up and uh, Glenn Fry like walks out and he goes like, hey, don't you ever sleep? And then he like climbs out the window and I, I don't know, smokes a cigarette or something. He's just out there. And literally the last shot of the show is just a camera, like a helicopter shot backing yeah. out of him on the balcony of what appears to be some sort of castle that they he's call living it the in. Castle. Yeah. Yeah. It was a hotel. It, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> the show was bad in a way that like almost doesn't exist anymore. Bad grandpa or dirty grandpa. No, Dirty Grandpa's bad in a different way. It's that, bad in a very different way. What I mean to say is this show was bad in the way of no one making it tried at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, TV now, there's a lot of bad TV, but there's money behind it. People are kind of giving it their all, but it stinks. I 
think people tried on this. I think this is a. I think this is a product of the '90s, like executive heavy era of tele. This was like one of the things that killed network television, is because this show tried to be so many different things for so many different groups of audiences. Right, right. It tried to get the widest amount of on, and so there were, I'm sure, nine executives who were like, "We got to make it, um, uh, you know, fucking Eddie Murphy thing." Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he's Don Johnson from fucking Miami Vice. Right, right, right. No, what people like is like this new show. Law and Order. Yeah. No, 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 no. What people really like is fucking Los Angeles and movie stars. Right. So there's nine people all taking the show in nine different ways. That makes sense. And, that's actually probably pretty accurate. And and the thing that's different about these shows now and these movies now is really Dirty Grandpa. Nothing this bad would have ever aired uh, nowadays would ever air unless it was a hard R. Like yeah, rated yeah, R. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like there's tits and there's fucking... Because uh, I feel like there's a lot of tits and a lot of like... There was a really weird scene with the woman that was cheating on her husband's right. air quotes. Um, where you saw every part of her body but her tits... But except her nipples. And, yeah, 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 Like... That it was, was a, weird. It was like an L. Right. Yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it, anything like it where they were just, this is legally all the skin we can show. Yeah. And there were like people holding <laughs> the show up. It was so It might as well have been like that fucking Austin Powers thing of like he's holding yes. melons in front of his tit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. Of it shit. was so weird. For sure. Oh, also that Aerie Spears got super into hearing them fuck. Like he got real horny. He got way horny. And also, he was horny the can whole I address, time. I'll yeah, say if he, he was, was horny the whole time. Everyone was kind of horny. The whole time. Um, Even 17-year-old. I'm going to be honest real fast. I kind of like listening to sex. Yeah. Uh, I was way into like audio porn. Oh, same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, there's a genre just for audio porn? Yeah, it's like story, like some woman. It's like an audio book porn. It's like what ASMR is to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's just basically like a woman whispering. It's just dirty talk. Yeah, yeah, it's just dirty talk. And then you can imagine it. Yeah, it's kind well, of my favorite yeah, thing. I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> Literatica.com. Yeah, I'm not fucking around. Me and you, buddy. Lit- there we go. We'll take it back. Which brings us to part, the second, uh, the second R.I.P. show of the evening. Rest right. in peace. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Two thumbs Aww. up. <laughs> R.I.P. Baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. He did it, he did again. it again, America. It uh, I actually mean it this time. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Rowdy Roddy Piper, also co starring Jesse Devati Ventura in a little vehicle called Tag Team. And I don't know if I like Tag Team so much, or rather had so much fun watching it because it's fun or because we had just watched South of Sunset. Sure, I get that like <laughs> comparison, it's whatever. But there are I will say there are legitimately elements of this show that I enjoy because there are well executed elements of this show. For instance, in a buddy cop situation or any sort of buddy action movie when the friendship is legitimate mm-hmm. and feels real and people are like, "Oh, those guys are best friends." That helps. I that yeah. makes me enjoy right. it. And these guys, their friendship is the only realistically tangible thing in the show. Like, and, but this show isn't trying to be realistic, yeah, I, which yeah, I love. I feel like it was like, it, yeah, it was like campy, right? Like, yeah. It was super point. campy. But their friendship was joyous and real and, and genuine. Yes, and expressed at every moment. Yes, there wasn't a moment where like, oh, they butted heads and they had to go their separate ways and then come back and figure out that they're actually friends. Right. There's never that moment. They are just friends. The whole time. At one point, like, 
Rowdy Rowdy Piper's like, oh, I'm never going to pass this police exam test. And Jesse's like, yeah, you will, man. We got this. Let's yeah. do this together, buddy. He reminds him that he's going to be a good cop by going, hey, remember, you're autistic. You remember <laughs> all these numbers. It's such a weird <laughs> moment. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, so the setup of this show, and it's it's one of, all right, let's address a thing real fast. I am a real deal fan of pro wrestling. I, as a kid, I was. Mm-hmm. I fell out of it for a long time. I've gotten back into it and out of it or whatever. Were you guys, did you guys, I, I, well, I know about Josh. Yeah, dude. I had a fucking wrestling-themed bar mitzvah. <laughs> Baby. Baby. <laughs> Josh uh, Mania 2000. Let's, let's give us some, uh, what like, give us some examples. What was that like? Okay, so um, obviously the Jewish ceremony couldn't be really wrestling-enhanced. I- right. Um, but as soon as you get to the party, instead of Baruch, I said Farouk. Farouk which is fantastic. It's also a deep cut, but good work. Thank you very much. I know I was in, dude. Yeah, yeah. The APA. Ooh, I love that shit. So, like for example, you know, there's a party, and and I made entrances by giving every one of my family members. Uh, wrestling theme songs uh-huh. that I got to choose. So my parents were like definitely about to get a divorce. Yeah. So I had them come out to Mark Henry's song. <laughs> it's sexual, baby. <laughs> well. And then my sister, and this, I am not proud of this. I feel very bad about the, what I did to my sister. Uh, I don't feel bad about what I did to my parents because they're fine. Uh, but I feel very bad about what I did to my sister. I was very much struggling with weight issues. Right. Uh, I was 13 years old, roughly 250. Ooh, uh, yeah, right. it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, I, uh, so for myself, I chose Shawn Michaels. Sexy boy. Sexy boy. I'm a I, sexy boy. Yeah. Sexy boy. Yeah. yeah, the song, you know, that starts with orgasms. I chose that for my bar mitzvah. <laughs> And then I, for my sister, I picked the Big Show's theme. Oh, <laughs> it was so that's mean. so mean. I feel like such a piece of shit. But that's um, like the whatever. And that 13. is the it's, ultimate it's '90s older funny. brother thing yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck with. Uh, yeah. Bori, you ever watched wrestling? I dabbled a little bit. I got. I have a weird experience one time. I remember on the bus being a kid. And like this is when I because I watched it when I was really really young, mm-hmm. and then I checked out for a while. I came back for the SmackDown era, mm-hmm. and then kind of checked out for a while and came back and started watching Monday Night Raw pretty heavy. Sure, like right six seven years. Ago. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The point is, I remember being on the bus, and uh, everybody's talking about what wrestlers they were like they liked, and I said I like Gold Dust, and I remember this so vividly. This kid said. That nigga's gay. <laughs> and it, like, shamed me. I stopped right, right, watching right. wrestling. Like, co- completely. So you uh, are a Bowie fan. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Gold yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, so, we, uh, so the show opens, and it does a thing that I love that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, it treats wrestling as a real sport. Yes. Yeah. It's real. It, 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 by that, I mean... They're like in the locker room stretching before the match, and then the owner's wife and the owner come in, and the owner like say, "Hey, good luck tonight." And the owner leaves, and then the owner's wife is like, "Scandalous! It's not your night tonight, fellas. I need you to take a dive or whatever." Which, by the way, as a professional wrestler, your entire job is taking a dive when told to. It's a yeah. fake sport. Yes. And I, I fake. Look, as a wrestling nerd, 
Fake is not a great word. Predetermined. I get it. Sure. They're injuring themselves. They beat the shit out of themselves. I respect it entirely in that aspect. But it is not a real sport. It's like, predetermined. It is predetermined. Yeah. It's like you guys are at working together. But yeah. they. this is before that was like a thing. So they re- they're literally – there's a line where one of them goes like uh, – I think Jesse Ventura is like, we got a real shot at the titles. We always wrestle to win. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. That's not so much. She man. did it so devious, too, the way she was just. Shannon like, Tweed. She was strong. By the way, it was Shannon Tweed. I didn't believe you when you said it, but end credits. Absolutely, Shannon Tweed plays the owner's wife. I could tell that Cinemax acting from anywhere. <laughs> um, we are missing a very important part of this show. Okay. That uh, it begins with the ghost of an old man baby <laughs> who comes in and is oh, like, you're finished, boys. All right. <laughs> I I think that was just a child in a weird like vest shirt combo. I think it was I a weird. Know. But he did yeah. act like a young uh, Burgess Meredith. Like, he had he was very much like yeah. that boy had Virgeria. He was a reverse Benjamin Button, or maybe Jack from the movie Jack. But he, was, he had a spit curl, and he talked like he, an old shoe shine, like or like a newsie. Yeah, yeah. You guys, what happened to the Lizard Boys or whatever? <laughs> oh, too many scales, huh? <laughs> oh, speaking of the Lizard Boys, the best names in the beginning. Uh, For sure. Oh my. God. The uh, unpredictable Mr. Saki. Which we, is what I call myself. <laughs> so it was your wrestling name? Yeah. Well it's just my it's just my sushi night name. <laughs> In 1991, being the unpredictable Mr. Saki just meant you were aggressively foreign or aggressively had a learning disability. <laughs> Probably both. Uh, <laughs> he, so, it, so they're wrestling the Samurai Brothers that night. Yes. Uh, by the way, so there's also a thing in this where Roddy Piper and Jesse Ventura are not playing themselves. They're playing... Right. Steve Youngblood and yeah. Scotty McDonald's or whatever yeah. their stupid names are. I think are. that was Even though Youngblood and McDonald's accurate, I don't remember yeah. their first name. Can I say at one point, though, Rowdy Roddy Piper is definitely wearing a shirt that has an R on each collar. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch I didn't that. Catch yeah, that. which is like... Sure. Uh, <laughs> but then they reference other real wrestlers repeatedly. Yeah. At one point, that, that ghost kid is like, oh, you need better names. All right, if Andre the Giant wasn't Andre the Giant, he'd just be some tall guy. Yeah, uh, and then later they're like, "Who's the hottest wrestlers?" And he's like, "Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, whoever." Right. So like that universe exists, and I know you guys are part of that universe, but I'm supposed to pretend you're not for the part. Like just which is a weird go one way or the other. Is which I mean. is I think it's but the plot wouldn't have worked if they were you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. The plot yeah, they had to be bad. Or whatever, or because they were bad guys. They would have had, had, had be, the title, but they, no, they were clearly good guys. The, the Japanese guys were clearly the bad guys. They no, cheated the whole time. Wrestling. And also, I'm going to say a thing real fast. I don't understand how anyone ever believed wrestling was real, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I get that there was a time where people flat out bought it, but like, if that was the case, then you need better refs. People are cheating in every match. Yes. Were people betting so, on it? It's so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were people? I don't know. Oh, I mean, Vegas. What's crazy is Vegas still puts out odds. Like on WrestleMania? On like, oh, like, yeah. Or on or like, every, like, like SummerSlam? Like yeah, little... yeah, yeah. But also like on on odds on like who's going to debut. Like if like, re- like Royal Rumble just happened. Right. And they put out odds on like who's going to win the Royal Rumble, who's going to debut in the Royal Like So it's like more like 
betting on the sort of performance on the pageantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betting on not even. But there was a point where people believed it, and they also believed that like the Japanese foreigner outside could throw salt in a guy's eyes, and the ref would just be like, "Oh, I don't know what to do." Match continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the ref is so easily compromised. Yeah, it's like that's complete corruption, right? Yeah, the whole time it makes no sense. People are just bringing shit in the ring, and they're just like, "Oh." Uh, As a wrestling nerd, I will say that I was I was legitimately kind of into the match. Like they, they got me uh, in the beginning. It wasn't bad. It was really long too. I felt they, like they showed it, was, it had to be ten minutes. Of, it was of actual really wrestling. long. Uh, Jesse Ventura is your baby face in peril. He gets beat up by the Japanese guys until honestly, and I legit popped the close up on the tag. Yeah, and what, so Jesse, so like. Uh, Rowdy, Rowdy, Jesse's getting beat up by the bad guys. They're cheating a bunch. They're hitting him in the back. At one point, Roddy Piper's like, you're going to break his back. <laughs> yeah. You're probably not going to break his back, honestly. It's fine. But uh, uh, he chases. said body slam when they body yeah. slam. He yells body slam real loud <laughs> but that's for how, no reason. Didn't you guys do that when you played wrestling as a kid? Sure. I yes. would call out my moves for sure. I was sure. not a professional wrestler. <laughs> Irish whip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, uh, so Roddy Piper chases the, the evil Mr. Saki away, comes back, and he goes, tag me in! And it's like this really slow-mo close-up yeah. of the tag. The name of the show is Tag Team. I don't know if you caught on to that. Thank like, you. Really subtle <laughs> bit of storytelling. They're a team. Uh, they're a team. They're uh, team. They tag him in. He wins. Immediately, Shannon... So Shannon Tweet said, hey, if you don't take this dive, I'm going to tell my husband, the owner, that... You wah, 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 tried to fuck me, yeah. and he's going to fire you. And you're like, oh, we don't believe that. Literally, it's like one, two, three, and then it cuts to Shannon Tweed whispering in the owner's ear, and then the owner does like the cutthroat. Yeah, yeah. Like, you guys are done. Like that move. It's a that fast. In the front row, <laughs> <laughs> fires them very publicly, and right. they like look sad. They're very confused at that, that I actually I feel like happened. with him, wouldn't he, wonder, wouldn't he wonder why she didn't tell him like before? Yeah, why didn't she wait until they moment? won the title? <laughs> also, the owner looks exactly like Paulie Walnuts from The Sopranos. Oh yeah. Uh, also, am am I mistaken, or was Jesse Ventura wearing a prosthetic chin dimple? It <laughs> no, looks so good. That's just his face. Oh he my actually, god! Watch the watch Predator. Watch Running Man. He just has it. I mean, I've he seen it before, so... but it looked insane. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I had never seen him like in his hate. I just knew him from being like governor. Sure, he looked great. Yeah, I know him. He was from, a I never knew him man. as a wrestler, right? But I knew him as the commentator. It would be him mm-hmm. and Gorilla Monsoon, or him and Mean Gene doing commentary on those right. matches. Uh, yeah, he looked. He was in great shape. I mean, he was bald as fuck. Uh, he looked terrible in the rest of the show because he's constantly wearing a wildly fringed yeah. leather jacket. Yeah, baby. <laughs> R.I.P. Fringe, baby. <laughs> and like riding a shitty motorcycle. I've, there's a moment where they both pull up to their apartment. Oh, God. And he's riding a Harley and uh, Roddy Piper is driving like a Thunderbird yeah. because they can't just go together. They can't just be in the car <laughs> no, on the carpool. way there. They don't carpool. And also, it was the 80s. Gas was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this brings up a great point. We're getting into the job interview aspect of this because they lose their jobs. Right. It was so easy to get a job. And I get that they're two white dudes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was way too easy no. for them to get So jobs. they get barred for life from professional wrestling. Yeah. For fooling uh, around. For whatever. Whatever and she said happened, yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, well, Roddy Piper's like, I'll f-. like Jesse Ventura's like, how are we going to pay the rent? And Roddy Piper's like, oh, well, I'll figure it out. They immediately have jobs as movers and the most insane. So they're moving this piano. Perfect up. comedy. It's yeah. so, but it's it's almost too absurd. So It's Looney Tunes. So they're moving this piano up the stairs. 
Uh, they're bitching about like, oh, you're uh, I'm on the bottom, you're on the top, it's easy or whatever. They're bitching. Okay. By the way, no technique. Job. You're I on feel top. Like yeah, yeah. No technique. Have you seen people move? Pian- it's they like a know, process, a pro- yeah, and yeah. there's straps and shit. Yeah, you got these. Were just two dudes in a hall. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just pushing the st- just pushing the stairwell. Uh, Jesse's uh, on the sort of bot, like the second person. Roddy's up top. Jesse's like, oh my back, it locked up. He has to dive out the way. The piano falls back down the stairs, breaking every stair along the okay. way. So it breaks every stair. It then breaks. The brick wall. Yeah. I thought it was just going to go out the window. No, it's it, it like full on Kool Aid's its way through the brick wall. It then the shot. The next shot is like clearly it's just been dropped from like a crane or a helicopter. It's not. It's even. It's flat. It's not like yeah. it's coming at an angle like it would off the stairs. It is now even. It lands on the moving truck, which explodes. Yes. It full-on, oh, like, so fireball good. explodes. So, it fell from, like, 50 stories. Like, it yeah, really seemed an, like it was 500 feet in the air. You know, insane. I just was going to say, I like the way that, like, when it crashed through the brick wall, it's like, do you remember they had the wrestling buddies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would smash through a brick yeah. wall. Yeah, the commercials, yeah, yeah, It was, like, the same graphic. Shot. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the sure, same. Sure. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, it hits the truck, it explodes, and Jesse Ventura says, I think we body slammed the truck. <laughs> I love everything about this show because it, there's no moment where I'm supposed to give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Except like, for about their friendship. Yeah. Which, which I'm, is yeah, great. It's fantastic. Which is kinda, also, can I ask you know about it? What was the vehicle? Was it supposed to be on like NBC? Like, I don't understand. This what, was ABC. on ABC. It was, it was, it was going on. to Yeah, yeah. It aired, this one episode aired like two days before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because, uh, and by the way, if you watch the if you YouTube yes. tag team Roddy Piper, Jesse Ventura, the link has the old school commercials, which we will definitely be talking about. Also, there oh, were great. only like three commercials in that. Yeah, yeah. commercial one. breaks were way short. There, were, there was like maybe three commercial breaks. They were a little longer. There'd yeah. be like four commercials per break or whatever, maybe three. But there was maybe only three commercial breaks in yeah. the whole show. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, so it aired right before, like the day before the Super Bowl. Uh, it was clearly trying to be a launching pad for a, a sitcom. This is how hot wrestling was in 1991 or whenever the show was made. Was that they were like, oh, wrestling? We'll just give that a TV show. Yeah. Um, wrestling is a TV show. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. another one. Yeah, let's like put a world inside of a fake world. Exactly. Um, they, they body slam the truck, which is my Amazing. favorite moment. Uh, we get some fantastic... Uh, commercials. Actually, we don't go to commercial yet. What we go to is, I will say this: Roddy Piper is not a bad actor at all. No, no, no that's neither. I mean, he's better than Ventura. He's better than Ventura. But Ventura's but... better than Glenn Fry. Oh my God, so much. Fry. I mean, I feel like Glenn we... Fry will outact you. Glenn Fry, though, I will say it was a lot. I don't want to go back to the other show. A lot of eyebrows. A lot of brow work. It was furrows. mostly brow work. It was, yeah, mostly, it was, it was brow mostly brow work. I think it's because he was trying to make his voice move up and down in register, and he couldn't, so he just it. did it with his eyes. <laughs> Brows only. Uh, so he, they stink at moving. Uh, they are then at the grocery store buying groceries, and... The grocery store gets robbed by the most indeterminate number of robbers. <laughs> the first being a baseball bat. We right. see the grocery store being robbed. Okay, so you're missing another very important point okay, of this please. show, yeah. which is Jesse Ventura's 
never explained obsession with grapes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Jesse Ventura is seen like eating grapes, and it clearly annoys Roddy Piper. Sure. But that's like the only conflict between them as friends <laughs> is that Jesse Ventura throwing grapes in his mouth is kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. But then Jesse Ventura is like, and the in the grocery store he's like, I, I gotta need, get some grapes. I gotta get grapes. <laughs> and he goes and he gets so many grapes. So many grapes. It's like bags of grapes. He takes like an entire shelf of grapes, <laughs> and then Roddy. Pepper's like, ugh, grapes again. I feel like maybe that was a real thing. Yeah, maybe even like, like, just real. Like, and he was just like, we got put grapes in it. <laughs> the grape company's giving me $40 million if I eat a bunch of grapes. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not. Grapes on a plate. For so, I don't eat. I am not uh, under the thumb of Big Grape. Big Grape. Big Grape. <laughs> have their vines. I'm not entangled by the vines of Big Grape. <laughs> uh, I'm just doing a Domain's impression. Yeah, I mean, of... uh, everyone always yeah, is, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Vent- so Piper goes to check out. Someone's robbing the cash register with, with a baseball, a baseball bat. bat. And he says, like, uh, yeah, we- the guy's like, we got a problem. And he's like, yeah, we do. I was- if you don't leave that lady alone, I'm going to separate your head from your body or whatever. They start fighting. And then there's a second robber with a shotgun. Just shoots like, indiscriminately. Yeah, yeah. And he says, like, ah, oh, you hurt my friend. Uh, Jesse Ventura saves the day, tackles that guy. By jumping off of the grocery freezer. Sure. He is doing what he was born to do. Go off the top rope, top son. Rope. From the top. Big elbow. From the turnbuckle. Uh, and then four to six more robbers. Appear. So many robbers. <laughs> I don't know where they're all coming from, uh, but there are way more robbers. The clown they, car out front. They chase them outside. The robbers are trying to get in their van and go away. And this is a moment I really like. Uh, so they're, the robbers are shooting at them. They're hiding behind this dumpster. And Jesse Ventura goes, hey, you remember what we did with the high flyers? And Roddy Piper's like, ha yeah. And then they push the dumpster into the guy's car. Yeah. What What did you do with the high flyers? I don't know how that reminded you of that match. Hey, remember when we were in that wrestling match and those guys were shooting at us and we were hiding behind that dumpster? And then they drove their van <laughs> in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes no sense. But Piper's like, oh, yeah, the high flyers. The dumpster move. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Cincinnati dumpster. <laughs> uh they, if the angle of the dumpster hits correctly, it will impact steel, which is why 9-11 was an inside <laughs> job. I feel like with, with like the physics, uh, with, with the science of that show, that van should have exploded as well. 100%. 100%. Right? And they all ended up in a pile of recycled cans, which is incredible. <laughs> they also, like, the when they were beating up the robbers, they kept throwing them into things that are way better to land on than <laughs> yes. just throwing them in the ground. At one point, Piper, like, body slams a guy into a giant pile of bread. I'm like, no, that's like a pillow. Yeah. You actually yeah. just <laughs> really helped that guy. This is a through line of the show where they were very aggressive about just being like, hey, the body slam's what hurts, not where you land. Yeah, they yeah, body yeah. slam some two people into water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, the cops show up, and the cops are like, oh, I thought you were uh, one of the good guys. And then the other cop says, like, oh, they are the good guys. Don't you watch wrestling? That's Andy Youngblood and Ricky whoever the fuck. Yeah, McDonald's. They, they fight the fucking Beaver Boys. And, <laughs> the Beaver uh, Boys. And then that cop's like, hey, too bad you're not cops, which gives the, they literally do like the, oh, like, look at each other, maybe we should be cops moment. I will say that this was 20 minutes into the show. It felt like uh, it was like the first inkling of plot came. And 
I didn't care. Yeah, it was fine. Just riding the ride. Yeah. I was enjoying these guys' relationship. Yeah. Everything was fun. Uh, I really, actually... I hope everybody that's watching, that's listening to this, watches this show. Yeah, for sure. You can kind of skip South of Sunset, but watch this show. Definitely skip kinda. South of you Sunset. You can't. You can. You got. I mean, you got to skip it's that. It's better for the podcast if you watch it. Okay, uh, that's, fair. Bits, yeah, but that's true. Otherwise, uh, this is our first commercial break, and we lead with a very like Arrested Development era hip hop McDonald's commercial. Oh, oh, it was. Yeah, that was so great. <laughs> Why were they yelling? I don't know. They were yelling very loud about a steak sandwich. Also, I don't. I mean, I was a kid of the '90s. I wore rayon, multicolored rayon sure. shirts. I don't know why they were buttoned all the way to the top. Like yeah. they should be wearing a bolo tie with well, those shirts. Uh, that was uh, that was uh, who sent BBD did that. Yeah, that was Word. that was a definite Bell Biv DeVoe homage, if you will. Oh, and, and that the- makes sense because that steak sandwich was poison. Sawi, <laughs> <laughs> Josh Androsky, everybody. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> what they say at the end of the commercial was like McDonald's, so fresh. Yeah. No, no, no. It's so, it's so deaf. So deaf. So deaf. The oh, sandwich is so deaf. They branded like a weird cowboy slave homage. <laughs> they branded the words word up into a piece of wood for no reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, that was not a weird that made any sense. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> we come back and. Uh, oh, one thing I want to mention about the please, fight please, really please, quick please. that I just noticed from my notes. Sure. Um, okay. Ryder Ready Piper did a move that they didn't really pay much attention to, but the the beginning of the fight, and I want to rewatch this and see it for sure. The beginning of the fight with the baseball bat guy, yeah. he grabs him by the beard. <laughs> he lifts him by his beard, sure. which is so awesome. I'll That's buy that a thousand percent because uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart had a giant goatee, and every wrestler who ever fought him. Grab that fucking beard. Okay. That's a classic 80s wrestling move. Okay. This guy had a very normal beard. My beard <laughs> and your beard are both much bigger. Yeah, yeah, Twice yeah. Twice the size of this beard. <laughs> uh, they come back, and they're already in fucking the police academy. Yeah. There's no, like, <laughs> filling out an application. They don't have to take, like, a criminal justice thing at the community college. They got a, a fast track from the wrestling fan cop. Did you catch that? No, I didn't catch that. There was that a little bit all. of dialogue where they were like, where the, the captain, the, the tough shit, you know, captain, uh, she was like, um, I know some of you have been put in here to specifically work undercover. So oh. that was catch that at all. Yes. And it makes sense that you didn't catch that because it was definitely one line right <laughs> as they were coming back from commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I also really much enjoyed in that moment is that like everyone just speaks in wrestling lingo. Yeah. So the captain says like, hey, this better not be some spandex body slamming <laughs> job yeah. or I'll drop kick you right out of this ring. There's no ring. You're just in a police academy. Yeah, you're, you're outside. You're in the point. world. You're a person. Yeah, you're a human being. You talk like a person. Talk like a human. Can I, can uh, I they say, are. Go ahead. I just want to say, well, they're in the police academy. I just want to say how cool, once again, that it was just... He had like an old school sweatshirt with block letters on it that said "Young Blood." Yeah, yeah, he yeah. looked like a OG like Blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah like yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like pretty cool looking for sure. Yeah, that was really tight. I want that sweater. I want yeah. the Young Blood. Yeah, it was like a navy blue sweatshirt yeah. with Young Blood written and on it, and white block blood. letters it was yeah. tight. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, they are they're in the police academy. They're gonna fucking train or whatever. 
there's a black nerd who's like mm-hmm. real shitty to them for no reason. He at hates all. them. Yeah. I and I get like I hate jocks because I like, I was a bullied as a kid or whatever. But at this point, if you're in the police academy, like you're, you're a jock. You're a fucking jock. Like you are one of those guys. And these guys have like earrings and weird hair. Like they're not jocks. They're just yeah, yeah, yeah. muscular they're just nerds guys. too. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah. a feather. Ventura a feather earring. Yeah, uh, full, yeah. Ventura has a bandana and a fringe leather jacket in almost every scene. This actually is my favorite thing. Is uh, at one so the very first they they go through the academy and apparently the police academy is just climbing over ropes mm-hmm. and very over low fences. hurdles. Le- very low hurdles. Very it like seems two I foot hurdles. I could have easily a co- uh, I done felt that. like I could be a cop. I it was a cop. not hard with And the then a very <laughs> simple test of like what the, like oh what do you do if there's an arson and it's literally like oh call the fire guys. That's the yeah. whole thing. Um uh, but uh here's where I laugh. So the first day they show up at work and this is the crux of this episode is that this girl who's a professional dog walker uh, who's walking like 15 dogs yeah, 20 at once, dogs. which is a thousand percent not a real job. 400 dogs. <laughs> it's so many dogs. Just all the dogs. Uh, she accidentally town. witnesses a murder, and they're going to be on the uh, witness protection detail. And they're like, plain clothes? And they're like, yeah, plain clothes. And they think plain clothes means dressing like a fucking wrestler <laughs> in the real world. So oh, Ventura is wearing like a red, white, and blue bandana oh, and his so dumb jacket. So great. So great. His normal person clothes. The detectives so are wearing a, a sports coat and a, a fucking tie like yeah. a human being would. And then fucking like... Uh, Piper is in a blue sweatshirt with the neck cut out of it. Yeah, watch so much collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like throughout the whole thing was showcasing his collarbones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, that's yeah, where the muscle is. It was yeah. That's that's like good meat. You know what I'm <laughs> uh, uh, so the crux of this episode is that this girl who is a professional dog walker and. I say that repeatedly because they say it repeatedly, yes. and she is very proud of that fact. She is – there's not like I'm trying to be a vet and I'm working my way in. She's like, no, I love walking dogs. Yeah. Sometimes – there's this whole thing. There's a whole way long to moment where she's like, sometimes I go to the pound and I get a dog. And then I go to the people whose dogs I'm walking, and I'm like, your dog made a friend. Maybe you take this dog that I found on the street or whatever. You know what I'm thinking right now is like – if I was a person who I would be like, well, I'm not giving you my dog anymore because you're just giving me someone else's dog. <laughs> yeah, that's such insane logic. You've bitten off more than you can chew. Yeah, it yeah. Make any you're sense. taking dogs. How do you even know that this dog's my dog? Yeah, I feel like you just stole, yeah you just kidnapped a dog. Yeah, yeah she was a dog bandit this whole time. Um, we did miss. There's a moment of that I really enjoyed. It's more of their friendship where uh, we talked about it briefly earlier, but. Roddy Piper is like, I can't, I'm never going to pass this test. I barely made it out of high school. I'm bad at studying. And fucking Ventura says like, oh, no, nah, you know this. We get to do this together. Here's, here's how it works. Who is the tallest wrestler ever? And he's like, Andre the Giant, six foot, or seven, seven foot, five. Seven foot four. Or, yeah. Uh, who's the heaviest wrestler? Hey, Sass Calhoun, 600 pounds. Uh, who are the hottest wrestlers in the world? Uh, Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, whoever the fuck. What do you do when an arson shows up? Call 612. So you have to somehow prime. you got to prime the pump of, of Roddy Piper's knowledge with, with wrestling, wrestling facts. And that comes back because when they're actually taking the test, like he's looking at his test and he just goes like he just says out loud to himself. Uh, Intercontinental t- Championship is Ted DiBiase, blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, and then I and he, yeah, no, yeah, he yeah. just he he has to say three wrestling facts before he can answer a question. What a strange space to occupy on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> you get the knowledge you need to pass this test when you answer these questions three. <laughs> Who's the tallest? Who's the biggest? Yeah. Who's the best? Uh, You're a cop. Uh, <laughs> that's and that's kind of what happens because mm-hmm. the next thing is them uh, graduating the police academy and Jesse Ventura. Uh, saluting and being so goddamn ripped that as he salutes, his bicep yeah. rips his fucking <laughs> police shirt. I and love that. that. <laughs> they, oh, so they mention like when in the police academy when he's like shooting a target, and she's like, "Wow, you're good at that." And he's like, "I'm a spe- Navy SEAL, Special Forces," and somehow. That doesn't make him her boss. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could at least be just be like skip the police academy part if you were a Navy SEAL, you yeah. could be a cop. Uh, I actually wrote down like when that happened, I laughed. I was like, <laughs> oh, I, like you would be a Navy SEAL and just then just be a pro wrestler. That's a thousand percent what happened. Jesse Ventura was a Navy SEAL, yeah. and then he became a pro wrestler. Like yeah. I laughed at it, but I was like, no, that's actually he, just the world. Did he even know that this was a? This was a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> there are cameras there following me around. Yeah, he just, he just thought am, it was a documentary. <laughs> I am compelled to act. Uh, so we got to talk about the people that have the, the people whose crime Dog Walker witnessed. Right. I 40% of them, and I think 40% of America in 1991, looked like John Oates. <laughs> it was a lot of just white guys with curly hair and mustaches. Yeah, a lot of, like, wet hair. <laughs> a lot yeah. of wet curls and yeah. fucking greased stash. Uh, yeah, she watches them murder, like, some cops or something. I think it's a drug it's kinda, deal. Yeah, who knows. Uh, they're on protective detail. They uh, The bad guys show up. By the way, uh, they show up pretending to be the mailman. Karate mailman. Karate mailman. Spinoff. They, they, <laughs> I would absolutely watch Hell Karate yeah. Mailman. Uh, they show up. They show up. Uh, the bad guys show up pretending to be the mailman. The cops say, uh, "Oh, it would look it would look suspicious if we didn't answer the yeah, door." What the <laughs> fuck was that? I mean, just just let the mailman leave the mail. Like that's, in the mailbox. I yeah. never go. Oh, the mailman's here, and then rush to the door. That's yeah, not how no, the mail works. It's not the ice cream man. <laughs> and even then, why is he coming to your door? Something's up. Something's oh, weird. I, we we got a sitch. You got a door to door ice cream yeah, guy. I got a. I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they open the door, and then the mailman and the karate mailman immediately starts throwing karate kicks. Uh, yeah, they knock out the one detective. They sh- shoot the second detective, but he's wearing a vest. Uh, Jesse and fucking Roddy Piper beat the shit out of them, throw them out the window, and then like, oh, we got to find the girl who has now escaped. They make no attempt to arrest those bad guys. Throughout the show. They make no attempt to arrest anybody, and it's awesome. They are so <laughs> bad at being cops. Like, your only job, like, you have cuffs and stuff. Just, like, you, the guy's down. You knocked him out already. Yeah. Just lock yeah. him up, and then you beat him up. Dude. Like, you did that. Like, yeah. you are, like, yeah. They're just really good at being a tag team and, and beating people up. They're good friends. That's the point. That was the point. They're of the good show. buddies, and they're good at fighting, and that's, that's perfect. It was Why about friendship the, and French jackets. <laughs> Why did the witness leave? She was scared. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So why did she, she run trust into the, the path of bullets away from the police? She didn't trust the police to keep her safe because they've done a pretty shitty job. Because they're wearing feathers. Up at this point. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the next commercial break, by the way, is <laughs> Dexatrim, which is just like speed diet pills. Yep. Uh, Super 90s. Oh, yeah. 
the halls of medicine, which is halls cough drops. Yep. But with like crazy weird join the army CGI graphics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then a commercial for the American Music Awards, which apparently at that point was only country music. It was it was the, the Judds, the Headhunters of Kentucky, or the Kentucky <laughs> Headhunters, Kentucky or Headhunters, oh, I, which yeah. I've never heard of. The American Music Awards back then were called the White Music Awards. <laughs> that was crazy. And then a commercial for the news, where uh, they t- they ask, "How is the war in the Gulf affecting our children?" Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. It's literally just to everything. <laughs> turn, turn, turn. Uh, weird little story. So. Uh, when I was in seventh or eighth grade, my friend John Dickerson's parents had started this thing where they were like sending letters, like kids would write letters to the soldiers in the mm-hmm. Gulf. And zero part of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the local paper showed up, and fucking John was like, oh, they're going to take a picture of us sending these letters. And I was like, yeah, I'll totally take a picture. It was just like blank sheets of loose leaf. It didn't matter. Right, right. And I, I, I played it so broad in the photo like there's a picture of me on the front page of the daily freeman from kingston going like wow like just there's like 19 <laughs> so 19 people. letters falling oh, out of my hand so it's so fucking horseshit do you have this uh, picture i can find it i'm sure find that fucking yeah, picture yeah, yeah, put it yeah. on this episode page or tweet it out <laughs> with the episode yeah people need to know about people that. need to That's see really people funny. like me and you david need to see this picture oh, I need, the other I need commercial that. that we missed by the way was for pot roast tonight Apparently, you have to have an alarm in your kitchen if you're cooking pot roast that tells you – it goes off and goes, hey, don't forget to put Lipton onion soup mix in your pot roast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The pot roast alarm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Only 90s kids will remember that. Yeah. You're a 90s kid if you remember yeah. the pot roast. <laughs> you're a true 90s kid if you remember <laughs> the pot roast alarm. That and the uh, the Randy Quaid, Jonathan Winters vehicle, Davis Rules. Oof. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we you brought this up during the the Lowry's uh, season. Lipton, pot roast. come on, there's come a on. commercial for Lowry's garlic powder. Apparently, there was a like in the '90s, people didn't know what garlic was, and you yeah. just had to have a commercial for that. Garlic. Was that new shit? Yeah. Garlic? What is this? Is this from the Arabs? <laughs> that's it's just like you, that. That happens though. It's just like you know how kale came out a few years ago. Right, and now it's everywhere. Yeah, it just came out though. But like garlic, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I feel like garlic. Chipotle was that same way. Yeah, Chipo- I don't moment. even know what that flavor is really. It's uh, it's a smoked jalapeno. I wash a lot of Alton Brown. Okay, okay. Uh, I always get it though. It's all right. Yeah, there's good. a Chipotle, like Chipotle mayo. mayo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Son. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, you can't see us, but me and Josh just pointed at each other like, <laughs> "Yeah, son." Well, we said Chipotle mayo at the same time, which is our tag team name. <laughs> I've actually, I've actually been hanging out with him all day. This is like the sixth time that happened <laughs> with Chipotle mayo. <laughs> we just pointed again. Uh, Here's where this show kind of goes off the rails. We come back, and the rest of it. Uh, so Jesse Ventura and Roddy Piper get suspended because they didn't. I mean, legitimately, they should have gotten arrested yes. because they did not arrest the guys they easily could have arrested. Uh, but really, it's because the detective, like the captain, goes, "Hey, did they back you up right?" And the detective kind of throws them under the bus or whatever. And Jesse Ventura, for the first time, I hope in his career, and we all know, definitely not the last, says. I'm sick of the bureaucracy, <laughs> which definitely led him down the path. Of that, being was a the yeah, that was the spark. That was the spark. They decide they're going to find this. Wit- uh, so they say the the witness. We got till three o'clock today to get the witness to show up to court, or the whole case falls apart. 
They go find her because they know that she's going to be at the dog pound because she's this professional dog walker. Which is a weird place for the dog walker to hang out, though. Yeah. yeah. It, particularly if you're trying to hide. Don't, yeah. Don't go around the most dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they find her and they take her to. They're going, We're going to bring her in. They now have that black nerd character from the Academy helping Who them. hated them. Hated school. them the whole time. They throw him in a lake. At one point, <laughs> and then now they're friends. That's literally the the whole uh, like like journey Chris, of their relationship. They're friends because they stole his car. <laughs> Duh. They did. They actually did steal. He's supposed to be like returning a car, and they're like, "No, nah, we'll just take it. It's yeah. fine." And then doesn't that make you want to be friends? Yeah, I mean a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it you was seem cool. Dumb. Like you they steal cars. Really cool. I saw that dope. jacket. Like yeah. I want to. I like that he dressed like the American badass for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was like, right? Yeah, the whole yeah, time? yeah. for sure. Uh, they find her. They have to drive her to the police, like, the courthouse. All on their first day as cops. Still the first day. Yeah, 100%. There, they have there was no there work. no. Don't you have to do like a ride along? That's what Kevin Hart said. <laughs> uh, then there's a fight, which is wildly absurd. They show up at the courthouse. The bad guys show up at the courthouse at the exact same time. Now they're gonna fight to get past the bad guys in to a get to the van. Courthouse. The bad guys show up in a van. That they drive onto the courthouse and try to run them over, and then they just duck into a door. Like a bathroom, yeah, yeah. The enemy of vans. <laughs> Doors. Like, dude, you have guns. Shoot from the van. Or, like, like if you're inside, if you're Jesse and fucking Roddy, you're already inside, man. You went in the door. Don't come back out the door and fight these guys. Yeah. You're inside already. Whatever. Or carry the they woman. They have the heart of... run even a little bit. Any number of things. They then fight... In the most, you ever seen the movie Jim Cotta? No. If you've never seen I've Jim Cotta, it. it's kind of fantastic. It is a movie about a g- American gymnast who uses gymnast stuff as karate. Okay. So like he's fighting people, and there's like, oh, there happens to be a pommel horse here. <laughs> he, he swings around on the pommel <laughs> and horse kicks everybody. and kicks everybody in the face. That's oh. the, a thousand percent what Jim Cotta is. This is that for wrestling because at one point they're like fighting. And there just happens to be some ropes yeah. <laughs> that he throws one of the guys into to bounce him off and then hit him like a wrestling move. Like, that's it's just there. Like, there's, it no there's no rope anywhere in the world. It's not a thing that's roped off. It's just it's some ropes. It's very bouncy rope. Yeah, yeah. Again, like, <laughs> yeah, also <laughs> resilient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's I kind of, in, like, as dumb as that fight is. It was amazing. I, it was super fun. And, like, there's a great moment where uh, – Jesse Ventura is being pinned against this tree and getting choked out by like a rake that the guy's holding. And Roddy Piper tags in in the middle of his fight. <laughs> Jesse like reaches out and then Roddy like in slow motion mirroring the moment in the yeah. beginning of the film of the show tags into the fight. You it's a fight, man. Just yeah. your friends being killed. Your friends being choked to death. <laughs> He's legit being choked to death. You think Don't this is wait a game? Your tag. Just go fight. Just help. Just help, please. Yeah. That uh, was incredible. And then they friend. also say body slam. slam. They say body slam again, which was pretty great. Which was amazing. Uh, um, at which point, I guess they get her inside. There's not even like, they, they show up. Oh, that's true. The The captain is there randomly. I don't know why the captain didn't help. The captain is there with the detectives eight feet from where this fight just happened. Yep. Watching. I don't outside. know why you didn't help at all, but I guess, you know. WWF rules, this is not a notice qualification match, so you exactly. can't just jump into the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone, everyone fights by those rules in this <laughs> universe. <laughs> yeah. 
Hence uh, the, the tag. The detectives try to take credit for the arrest, and then the captain's like, no, they've got it from here, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we get some other great commercials, one of which is uh, oh, a yeah. really creepy oatmeal commercial. O- oh, o- God. Oat flakes. It's a guy going like, oh, it's a guy who looks like Patrick Bateman, and Josh said that while we were watching it, going, uh, I love oatmeal. And then it comes to a black and white shot of his mother in a rocking chair going, he never liked oatmeal. <laughs> it's like, the most psycho Norman Bates creepiness. It's insane <laughs> that he's like, that, I, that finally oatmeal's the way that I like it. Yeah. Oats, crunchy. So just like, <laughs> oh, you like oats, dude. That's what you like. You, like, it was so crazy that, and then also at the very end, his mom like died. Like I don't know. Yeah, it that was, commercial made way very little sense. Uh, the next commercial is a, like an extreme sports commercial for the same hip hop steak sandwich from yeah. McDonald's that happened earlier. Then I literally wrote down this sentence: "Extreme McDonald's skiing steak sandwich boat." That's all. Because like that's what that commercial is. It's just a shot of like people in a kayak and then skiing and then like wall ball. And a sandwich. That's how you get the youth. Rap music or extreme sports. sports. It's true. I mean, it's so nakedly just like, white people can eat this too. <laughs> yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, we know what you thought earlier in the program. <laughs> right. But hey, guess what? Big <laughs> yeah. reveal. And like, everybody was wearing pink. It was like the color pink had just become a thing. Yeah. Like in 1991. And who the fuck is eating a steak sandwich while actively kayaking a raging river? <laughs> That was incredible. Uh, we cut back to the show. It's like a post-credit sequence. Uh, there's a moment previous in the show that we have missed where Jesse Ventura and they are at the dog pound. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They kind of say like, "Oh, we'll take that dog or whatever." The girl, the witness, shows up with the dog and is like, "Hey, a deal's a deal, right?" And the dog runs in and tackles Roddy Piper, who is like almost naked. Oh, yeah, they're all wearing very little clothes. <laughs> Roddy the was, they were just in a towel, the whole and time. that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, the dog tackles him, and Roddy's like, nah, it's cool. I'm just going to fuck this dog. Like that, He's so <laughs> about to fuck that dog. It's just really weird. And then, literally, the dog tackles him. He's like, ah, it's cool. The three of them laugh, and then Jesse Ventura says, Body slam. (laughs) Credits. He says body slam. Credits. I fucking love this show. It's a great watch. Body slam. That's, oh man. It was a really great show. I would watch this show a thousand times before I watched South of Sunset ever again. Yeah. Did they have uh, multiple episodes? Is it Tag like Team with... only had one. It oh, never was only, only South of Sunset shot seven, aired one. Oof. Tag Team is only one episode. I mean, it really is a perfect compliment to No Holds Barred. Yeah. As far as, like, if you know the movie No Holds Barred, you just know how insane and ridiculous it is. Right. Uh, and this really, like... Honestly, this could have used another half hour yeah. and just been yeah. a movie, and right. it would have been way better. For sure. That's, yeah. Yeah, if they just kind of made, like, a police academy with wrestlers. Yeah. Well, they probably only had, like, movie. movie writers, right? Because wrestlers, there's always been wrestling movies, right? Sure. I mean, there's a handful. There's not. not a ton. There's Body Slam. There's No Whole Barn. Well, like, what about there's those, that like, terrible action David movies? Movie. Well, those are, like, those? most I mean, recent ones with, like, uh, what's his name? John Cena? Yeah, but even, like, Hulk Hogan, not not just Suburban Commando, but there were, like... Barbed Wire. Oh, wait. No, that's Pamela Anderson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get them confused there were, a lot. When we say re- there were mo- wrestlers in movies, but yeah, there weren't okay, a but ton there of movies a... about, like, of wrestling. Right, right, right. right there right. were in, like, Mexico, 
Really? Those luchadors, but like, they would like have... A... But that's a whole other thing. It would yeah. be like Mill Mascaris fights fucking Frankenstein yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There'd be a guy in a luchador mask and a suit, which is my favorite look that's in the world, by the way. Look. Just a, like, anyone in a suit with the championship belt on is just yeah. the best look that's in the world. Cool. And a luchador mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just makes me think that you're going to, like, kill a banker, and I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys have to... I think that's it. Is, is there anything else you want to bring up, or... I think we're good, right? I just love that, like, even murderers carpooled throughout the entire show. (laughs) (laughs) They were always like, no, we can't take our own, like, just get in the van. Yeah. There's a lot of them in that van. And a bus. But then in the other show, a bus with one guy. One guy. Murderers carpool. Friends never carpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Friends never. You got to take your bike and you got to take your fucking fire Live your brand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had an outfit that was surrounded by that bike. It wasn't just a bike. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lifestyle. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, we run a show together oh, in yeah. Los Angeles. If you're listening to this in L.A., called Babe Island. It's uh, every Sunday at nine o'clock, and it's free at the Bigfoot Lodge. Uh, I've done it a couple times. It's super fun. You should definitely go. We give away beer, and it's free. So if you liked this episode, don't disappoint yourself, baby. Baby, R.I.P. Baby. What's your Twitter? Uh, at Shut Up Androsky. I'm uh, at the G is silent, and I just want to say that I'm actually going to be going on a 20-city tour with Aries Spears <laughs> this fall. Check us out. Oh, and We're... I replaced Glenn Fry in the Eagles. <laughs> so if you like the Eagles, I guess I'll see you soon. Give him a listen. Uh, as always, if you like our show, uh, go to iTunes. Give us like a rating or a review or whatever. It's pretty fun. Uh, tell your friends we will be back next with Erie, Indiana with my friend Karina Magyar. It's going to be super fun. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.